0: Hi, everyone. My name is Gabrielle Reese, founder of Women Influence, and today we're in O'S women's Broadcast. I have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Patricia Kayanga.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Uh, Patricia, tell us a little bit about yourself before I dive in into your background.
1: Oh, um. Um, Well, I'm Patricia, (laughs) as you already mentioned. And I am the way I describe myself as I'm just a regular girl immigrant from Uganda living in America, trying to basically build a dream here. I created a company called O's basically to buy degradable disposable underwear made out of bamboo and the only one of its kind currently on the market. So I'm building that as I go. I'm dreaming. It's certainly a journey I. I don't know I ever anticipated to get here cuz I've just kind of let it drive itself as I go while I'm still trying to juggle a full-time job. So I am trying to even just get my grounding in being just an entrepreneur and being comfortable with that term <laughs> because it seems so foreign, but yeah, that's me
0: that's amazing um well when you're working more than nine to five honey welcome to the entrepreneur world um and then also mm-hmm. i will say you removed yourself from the entrepreneur face and now you are a small business because you have a price tag that is being sold worldwide <laughs> so i have some little bit details here about my o's which is just amazing so according to global citizen 131 million girls are out of school worldwide. 100 million are are of high school age. While there are many reasons for this, periods are significant factors. And O's vision is to change life by providing something the market has never seen before, while also being able to give back to the community that underwear is a privilege for. Wow. So you speak about you being a foreigner and from Uganda. Can you tell us the significance of menstrual pads and our cycle and how it affects your community? And then also a little bit how it affects the U.S. community that you are now a part of.
1: So I, it wasn't until I started this journey that I didn't realize, I didn't realize how Privileged and fortunate I am to to be able to be in America and, and and really create a new life versus what I would have had if I'd stayed in Uganda. Um, because really, when you think about Uganda as a developing country, right? So some of the things that we have here in the States, it's not the same back home. You know, and when we go back home, we're visiting and we're kind of seeing the rosy side of it because technically we're on vacation away from just our norm. But the reality is. That could have been, if I never made it, if my mom never really found a way to get my siblings and I into the States, I would have probably been part of that statistic of girls that are dropping out of school because they don't have access to period kits. Um, you know, again, because Uganda is a developing country, there's still an opportunity to educate people about menstrual cycles, to educate um Uh, to provide those resources to it's not even just girls it's women as a whole to educate men to understand like what it means for the importance of a girl getting an education the importance of a woman being able to 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 um provide for themselves or their family in the event that something happens right i am a product of that. My father was murdered when I was six years old, and my mom figured out a way to create a different life for us. And that's how we ended up in the States. But that's not a story that is common for a lot of kids in Uganda, some of them just, you know, make life as they go, if they don't if they're not using if they don't have access to pads, they're either using um, just imagine toilet paper, or creating getting caught in from um, hospitals and that's what they're using for menstrual cycles. And if, if you, if you can paint that picture, there's nothing about that, that is going to absorb as much as we, as much as a pad, a regular pad would. And so from the very basic of where I looked, I took that is I had this idea to create an underwear that could solve my solution because I had unpredictable periods and my problem was i was always on the go whether i was at work or if i was traveling and i wanted something that was convenient for me so i created something that i felt like every woman would want that was seamless that was made out of sustainable material that was comfortable and then through that journey i realized that wait a minute i want to do more than just create something that works for me out of really a sense of privilege right i'm just creating something that could Add more comfort but there are people that don't even have that level right they don't even get to that choice to then talk about underwear because they don't have pads they don't have um, tampons all the things that you can think of when it comes to our um, female body
0: that's amazing that's amazing i know as i grew older i got more comfortable talking about my menstrual cycle when I was younger, when I first started like around 12, I told my mom with embarrassment. I'm like, oh my God, um, there is something down there and I don't know what it is. <laughs> and and I remember her providing me one of her grandma pads, talking about, put this on. I'm like, who's going to put what on?
1: <laughs> All right, wait, what does it go?
0: It's like, look, this takes up my whole body. I'm like, built like a four-year-old boy. <laughs> Um, and, and then having an older sister who was like, not never really there because she's older. So she's with the cool kids. Right. And then going to school for the first time, wearing my mom's like diaper pad and, um, <laughs> and just feeling so uncomfortable, like people could see through me. Like I really felt like yeah. I was a, um, a victim of something. Like I felt violated. I felt like when I was walking past the little boys in school that they could see that I was wearing something underneath my clothes. Um, But hearing that, oh, it's made with eco-friendly and biodegradable bamboo with a seamless disposable underwear, perfect for travel, camping, spas, hotels, periods, and emergency, That's amazing. Um, just, just hearing that. And I wishing when I was younger having this type of resource just captivate my heart. Um, and I want to dive in more of like the structure of, Oh, like what features and benefit of full coverage and what does it include? Like, can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So, so we have, we have three different designs because you know, no, we, we don't all want thongs, we don't all want bikinis, we don't all want like, you know, boy shorts or full coverage. So when we first launched, we only had thongs and bikinis because just based off of research, it was like that is, that, that's kind of what the data that we're seeing, that people, that's what people like or gravitate towards at the time. And after we we launched that, we realized that we are getting a lot of requests from people saying, can we get a little bit more coverage? Um, like full coverage that that way they're not so cheeky um, versus the thongs of the bikini. So that's kind of where we started dreaming about, like, what does that design look like? And I'll tell you, like, the most interesting thing is, we've been growing with, with the feedback that we get from our consumers, right? Like, because ultimately, you know, my stance is this this is a product that's inspired by women. It's inspired by like our stories and our experiences to add more convenience because there weren't that many options that I could find on the market. So really, even though I designed it from my standpoint, I designed it also being inspired by whether it's my friends around me and what they wanted to see. And that's the product. So the full coverage where it is now, it's it's kind of become something bigger, honestly, than what I thought, because not only does it cover uh, you know, the individuals that want fuller coverage, we've seen it be embraced in maternity. So after, you know, women have give birth, the last thing, you know, they get them like disposable underwear, but they're not necessarily the most comfortable, whereas ours are soft and breathable, and they still feel like regular underwear. So it's not like, you know, you have that, that kind of feeling. Um, and then even when the most interesting comment that we got back, especially for, you um, full coverage was surgery. You know, there's a lot of women out there that are going out to get surgeries for whatever reason, whether it's body sculpting or you can name it, BBLs, whatever you wanna do. And this actually is a nice touch because it doesn't tug on them. And it's, it spreads, it gives them that smoothness. So it's just been a journey that we're growing and we get feedback and then we're thinking, all right, what's next, right? Like that story that you shared about when you were a kid and you had your first period, I have yet to find a woman that hasn't had that similar like, oh my God experience. We want to have it for children as well. Yeah. Like if you are like your daughter, you know, she's about to go, whether it's elementary school, middle school, like have a little period kit for her that includes an underwear because yeah. we never think about underwear. We always just think about pads. And so it's just those journeys where we're 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 innovating, but we're innovating with the stories that we hear. Like, or what we call O moments that people tell us about. We're like, oh, this could work this way too. I love it. This design could work in this similar situation, yeah.
0: I love it, yes. Yeah, the O moments. Okay, so you talk about period kids. Growing up, I never knew or heard of that term until Mm. like growing up into the American society. I always knew my aunt carried all these, I'm a foreigner as well. Um, and I, How are you from? Yeah, I'm from Liberia, so, like... <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Yes. Okay, look, we're not going to talk about right, that Liberians at exactly. well, because it's my favorite. And I know. I know. We have the best gel well, of rice, period. You do. I'm sorry, all the Nigerians and Guineans, you know, like Senegalese, I apologize. We apologize. But I am an impartial person, and I've tasted it all, and I can cook, actually, most of it. But... <laughs> Liberia stills. Oh, okay. i yeah. <laughs>
0: You know what? We got to go out for some drinks later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, so like the period kit. Um, as you like, growing up with my mom, my sister, they've been like so secretive regarding like mm. womanly things. And they would just give you like a little insight. like, Oh, you got to do this. Oh, you don't want to be stinking. Oh, you don't want to. Like yeah. yeah. But then growing up into the American society, I found out that people actually have period kits. They have like Um, sex box or whatever that they passed down from generation Mm -hmm. to generation, you know? So tell me a little bit more about period kids. Like, what what exactly is a period kid?
1: It could... So how I envision a period kid, it's all, like, same story as you because it was also foreign to me. It wasn't honestly until I was, you know, like, dreaming about, about what always could be that this whole idea started coming. Because like you, again, when it comes to periods coming from an And I don't know if it's necessarily like an African background because I've, I've heard stories even just here in the States that that's not necessarily a norm. people don't really know about their bodies until later, but, um, I, I really just, I just, we did a survey, um, it was about three years ago, just generally not necessarily looking about looking at, um, age demographic, but just sent out a survey, um, asking about like period stories and I was surprised by the amount of young girls that were still telling the same stories that I lived 15 years ago while I was in school. As in, you get your period, they send you home. Mm. You get your period, they give you a big T-shirt and everybody knows what that T-shirt means. And then there's this sense of shame. Um, And to me, when it comes to a period kit, you're talking about, it's your underwear, it's your pad, it is wipes because a lot of times we don't really consider that you wanna wipe if, if you have an accident, clean and then put your um, your underwear on and then put the, the next one. If it's old, you can put it in the trash. If it is your regular underwear and you wanna keep it, you put in a Ziploc bag that's part of that bag that you keep in your locker, right? Or you keep in your office or maybe in your car. But it's really that kit in case of emergencies because you know, as much as we think that, you know, we some of us have predictable periods, but we also have accidents. And some of us have unpredictable periods and accidents. And even just having that kit that is seamless to travel with is essentially critical for us as women.
0: That's amazing. Yes, yes. Now that you've said all of that, what was um, within a period kit, Um, I think that is so, isn't it so weird how as we grow into generations, different generation, the generation coming after us still don't understand the significance of what a period is and your your menstrual cycle. And they're still going through the same um, shame, walk of shame that we faced and um, that we need more people like you, Patricia, to keep creating avenues and talk table conversation around menstrual works because it's it's still my it's still mind-boggling to me especially those with heavy flows um mm-hmm. i know with different birth control as i am on one um i started getting more heavy flows and then it would just come kind of mm-hmm. unexpectedly and i'm like oh somebody's trying to mm-hmm. fight <laughs> you, <laughs> it's, yep. it's, it's personal it's, it's really personal <laughs> it's literally like a run to that bathroom like look you're not gonna beat me <laughs> That stall and you're talking to yourself and you're like just cussing, insulting yourself. Like, oh no, you're lying, not today.
1: It really (laughs) is. It's the it's the eternal thoughts of like, but why? Just start talking to your body, like you could have warned me.
0: Right, you could have waited, but but I do admit I'd be happy when I see her though. (laughs) This is also that's a topic for another day. (laughs) (laughs) It is so funny. (laughs) Um, So tell me about your business structure. When you were going through the phases of um, brainstorming, finding your niche and building out your business plan, why did you um, decide on the business structure that you... um, filed for. Um you could have made this more of a nonprofit C or an LLC or C Corp or S Corp. So tell us a little bit about that and how did you maneuver and what type of resources around you did you use to come up with this?
1: Um so I knew that I wanted to create a business with a purpose. So given the fact that it was a product of convenience i knew that it could work from a, for- a for-profit perspective but then i also wanted to use that as a, a means to give back um so just finding that in between honestly the end goal is for us to to um certify to be a b corp because that's just the structure that falls under that so we're a for-profit non-profit um in the sense that of course again we are. People can go on our website, or whether when we get into retail, praise Jesus, um, that you know people can buy it. But for every purchase that they get, we're then also donating back, whether that is from a monetary perspective or really just that physical underwear, um, providing it to shelters across the nation and and eventually across the world. So when it comes to what structure I wanted to 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 set the business as, I used par- the simplest thing, honestly, was I started with Google because I didn't know where to start. That That's the simplest part of it. And the second part of it is I also had resources. My brother is, you know, was also an entrepreneur. So I reached out to him asking like, what are the steps? Like, what is the easiest way to do this? There's a lot of resources online, but then there's also the, the pieces that you want to take advantage of is that the people that have done it and either failed or succeeded to be able to help you to do it right. But also recognizing that your path is also your own. Um, I have friends that are, um, one is an accountant, accountant, and then I also had a friend that wanted to join me in this partnership. So we decided that the best way to register was, of course, as an LLC, but setting it up as a partnership. Um, Eventually, of course, as all things go, we had our um, organization agreement, we had our terms in terms of, you know, what is that separation criteria? If we ever want to like dissolve and we didn't want to be in a partnership, what is that exit strategy? So that way we're all on the same page and didn't um, ruin our relationships. Um, And then really just understanding like what is the differences between like S-Corp, C-Corp and really the partnership that we got because ultimately what it comes down to is that legality piece of it. IRS will eventually want their money long-term what made the most sense so eventually it was we set it up as an a part like it's an s as a partnership and then the end goal was for us eventually that we can just if we when we get bigger it will be easier for us to scale at that rate um so that's kind of how it is i will say i'm not I, I don't claim to be an expert. I rely so much on my accountant now because, honestly, when it comes to the legalities, i am it's way beyond my scope of knowledge. I'll be very frank. And so I leverage those that actually know it. <laughs> and if I can pay for it for a cheaper rate, I will pay okay, for it because I just I don't want to mess it up. Listen. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to end up in jail for right, money wrong. with the IRS.
0: Exactly. No. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, If you guys miss what she said, go to a professional accountant because IRS don't play about their money. <laughs> at,
1: at all. Um, at all. <laughs> And if you can get like one that's a lawyer and an accountant, that's a win. <laughs>
0: so, wow, that's a rare gem. Accountant and
1: lawyer. <laughs> yep. A win, because I will say like even just every year just doing the audit, I get pointers of like, Patricia, please, <laughs> you need to fix this, do this, do that. Because especially when you're in like you know a building phase as a startup, there are certain things you're thinking about building, you don't necessarily think about the external. And that's why I think a lot of companies either um, don't forecast correctly and end up in a hole. Or just generally, if they are on a track to scale, they end up losing because they didn't necessarily have the right formula from the beginning or in the middle. So if you don't have it right, it's not the end of the world. Just find the right person to, to make it right. Mm.
0: Wow. That is, that is very true. Um, I know you, um, you spoke a little bit about doing business with a purpose. Can you tell us about, um, tell us your purpose, like what's something, I know you t- touched on your growing up, which is part of your purpose in creating your business structure, but can you elaborate um, the importance of having a purpose in doing business?
1: Um, I want to wake up and be proud of what I've done. Um, But really, when I think about oh, in how it started, it was honestly inspired by my mom, because she's the one that told she's a nurse, she told me, you know, just, I was telling her about like, my problems, <laughs> first world problems, as I'll call them. And she basically said, you know, you know, for my patients, we give them this type of under arrest, create something that works for you. Um, everything that I do is really to make her proud because of the things that she's gone through. I want to make sure that she she understands that everything that she sacrificed to have a life for us wasn't in vain. So before it was, I'll go get my master's. I got a certification and get a job so like I can take care of my mom. And then so when it came to O's, it was creating a business with my mom's like she's a giver. She will literally take like give you her left hand for anything. Cut it off to make sure that you have one. And so for me, it's important to always feel like what I'm doing, like I I instill the values that she instilled in in us, or I I live by the values she instilled in us, but also making sure that I leave feeling like I made a difference. You know, it's not like I'm I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not curing lives. I'm not saving lives. I'm not, you know, changing, but I want to make sure that whatever it is that I do, that if if it's the last day for me here on earth, that it was something that I felt like added value to someone or something. So that's kind of what drives me.
0: That's amazing. Um, That is amazing. I I was reading and it says here that old donates appear of um, underwear to women and girls with every pair sold. So tell us what is the next journey for o, um, Os? Like what is the next endeavor, and how can we support that?
1: Yeah, um, so we we just got done with actually our um, our the target forward founder accelerator program. And it was a dream come true because it's one of those things that I had been applying for since we we launched, and we learned a whole lot from that experience in terms of how we want to scale into retail. Because again, these are not things that you know we know about. We don't. I don't come from a background of of retail. I don't really understand that 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 stance. And this program really target nurtures and educates you know the people in those programs to to be able to be prepared for retail. So next thing, next steps for O's is really for us to ensure that this product is easily accessible. So when you go into a Target, when you go into a Walmart, when you go into a convenience store and you have that convenient or own moment and you need an underwear that you can easily access it. The end goal is of course, for me is for every purchase that anybody gets as many, if we get O's out there to the world, then we can also provide it to those that in need, the more that we sell, the, the more that we give back. Right? So being able to donate to the shelters, it's through being able to sell. And so I want to make sure that these are products that are everywhere for, for convenience. So our next journey is to you know, go through that process, learn more about getting into retail. We're hoping within the next 12 months that you'll see us somewhere soon. Um, So there's definitely a lot of growth going and a lot of dreams, but making sure that we do it right. Um, And also getting the feedback from like our supporters. Um, I can't claim to say that I I know what I'm doing every day. I really don't, right? All I know is I had a dream and now I want to build it and I'm learning as I go. Like finding a network of people that can, you know, teach me, show me, um, provide guidance in terms of what they want to see, whether it's for them, for their daughter, for their grandma. This is a product that I just want to be accessible for everyone. And so that is essentially the mission. Um, so yeah, the support is just love on us. <laughs> Find us everywhere that you can on social media, whether it's retail, but there's, there's a whole lot for us to go. And the goal is to make sure that for those in, whether it's shelters, um, whether it's domestic shelters, that people have access to to this underwear
0: perfect with that being said on social media how can our audience find you follow you as we say in a woman's world stalk you and support you
1: (laughs) i like a good stock in a good (laughs) um so on all social media sites we are o's underwear o-h-h-s underwear um so you can find us there and tell us your stories We're going through currently a rebrand with all the things that we've gone through with the Target Forward Founders program. So there's a lot coming that's gonna change a little bit there, but it's more so in the lens of our stories.
0: Awesome. I just wanna say thank you so much, Patricia, for joining us here